Welcome to the One Thought Away podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Pound, a mindset coach and manifestation expert, here to help you live more mindfully and soulfully while learning to connect to the magic of the universe. Each episode will provide you with insights into self-mastery to get the most out of life. I am so grateful you are here and thank you for listening. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am so grateful you are here. Thank you so much for tuning in and for all the feedback and the amazing reviews. Just want to share my gratitude with you guys and send lots of love your way. And today's mantra is supported. So take a second, really say it to yourself, maybe a few times, feel the words supported, really resonate in your body. And for me, this has really been an important mantra. It's been an important practice. Being supported can mean many things from feeling physically supported by the people around you, whether that be your partner, your family, your colleagues, your friends, your community, your life path, your church, your religion, whatever it is, but really knowing that there's this sense of belonging and connection and being held. And I know personally, sometimes there have been instances where I have not felt supported and it was really a lonely feeling. It was sometimes a struggle and when I really, really decided that I wanted to feel supported and started to shift that energy in my belief systems, um, my entire life changed and I have some of the most incredible friendships that I've ever had in my entire life, and it all comes deeply from this place of being supported. And this is something that I talk about deeply with today's guest, Hannah Couric. Hannah is a business coach, I'm a coach, and It's really important, you know, when you are selecting mentorship that you really do it from a place of feeling whole, feeling like this person deeply understands you and that it is a partnership because it's a space where you get really vulnerable, you know, anytime you are desiring transformation in your life you are required to show up differently and mentors really allow you to collapse time around your transformation they're able to show you the direct path of how they got there and that's really really valuable and i learned some really powerful lessons when i heavily invested in mentorship last year where i didn't make it from the place of feeling really whole there was a part of me that hired my business coach from a place of, oh, I'll never be able to get the results that she has unless I hire her. And what was a really powerful lesson for me was my business went in the complete opposite direction. Once I hired this person, it was an unaligned relationship. 
And there was a part of me that really knew that after our first few sessions, I had committed to six months. Um, but then there was like this ego part of me or like this part of me that really wanted to please and make things work. And it was really uncomfortable. You know, it was a super interesting situation because at one point my coach said to me that I should get another job. (laughs) And, you know, that really ended the relationship for me. And it was just such a powerful reminder of never to give your power to someone else, but really, really to see the people in your life, whether it be a paid mentor or whether it be friends or colleagues as an ally as someone who has your back no matter what and who really really wants to see you rise and holds that belief for you so that you are able to shift into that energy and sometimes in the coaching space we see these really crazy numbers and people doing all of these things but some of it's really toxic and some of it is smoke and mirrors where People are selling you something, but what you're receiving isn't actually that. And it's really important to be integrity with anything you do in life, but especially I think when it comes to transformation and results are never guaranteed, but at the same time, I think coaches have a really big responsibility for choosing aligned clients for saying yes to certain things and not being blinded by dollar signs, which can happen in any industry. Um, But I think for me personally, when I think of coaching and my containers and my clients, it's such an intimate relationship that I would only want to see my clients thrive and want the really best for them. So me and Hannah dive really deep into this. We talk about our own experiences and I hope this deeply serves you. Also wanted to remind you that Magnetic Membership is currently open for enrollment. This is my super powerful, transformative community container where every single month we have a theme and we go deep around the manifestation principles and framework that will get you to where you want to go. We do a lot of emotional intelligence training so when you get triggered you know how to easily process that energy and work through it not getting stuck we do activations and deep transformative work from relationships to money to self-love you really learn how to tap in and trust your intuition and your own inner magic and of course you get to make incredible soul level connections be supported by an amazing like-minded community who is on the same journey as you and you get all of this magic exclusive trainings q a's meditations embodiment work journal prompts and access to a private facebook community for only 88 dollars a month which is absolutely 
insane value. So if you're ready to join us, the link is down below in the show notes, or you can DM me on Instagram at Michelle Pound for the link. I would love, love, love to have you join us and serve you. And without further ado, enjoy today's episode. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I have such an incredible guest today for us. It is Hannah Kunick, who is an amazing business coach. She's a mentor. She is a woman's empowerment leader. And I am just so excited that you're here with us today. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm really excited to be in the space with all of these amazing humans. Yes, we're going to have a great conversation today. I'd love for you to share a bit about yourself and how you became a coach. Yeah, so actually before I was a business coach, I um I worked in the wellness industry. I taught yoga. My I specialized in women's leadership and transformational processes. I ran trainings in Bali. These were like month-long trainings in the jungle north of Tabanon with, you know, um, where we were there for a month with like with women and all of the wildness and all of the beautiful, you know, uh, spiritual and, and deep personal work and community. All of that was there. And um, one of the things that I found in that work was a lot of the women that that were coming to these trainings and coming into this space were actually already leaders. They were leaders in their own communities. They were leaders in their own classrooms. They were leaders in their own families. And one of the things that I saw was this theme of um, women being under-resourced and this theme that if you're going to really serve, that there was this understanding, especially in in the yogic space that you would just be poor, right? That, that you would have to sacrifice and you would have to struggle in the name of service. And there was just part of me that was like, this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't believe in this. And one of the things that I found when I moved more into coaching was that a lot of the women who were hiring me were like, hey, I actually feel pretty grounded. I feel great in my body. I feel great in my energy. I feel great in my relationships. How do I support myself? How do I support myself really well? How do I make sure that this work can actually have a sustainable impact because I'm not, I'm not being supported. I'm like ramen noodles, toothpaste, school supplies. Um, and, and so it became this assignment that landed in my lap. And so at first it was like just a handful of women. It's like, okay, we'll figure it out together. And that, that grew from there. And I, um, really went all in for my business in 2018. And it took me at the time I had this judgment. It took me about a year and a half to hit six figures and then maybe another six months to hit multiple six figures, six months or less. But I had this idea that it was taking forever because there was all this messaging of like 10 X your business overnight, kind of like six figures in under a year, multiple six figures in under a year and these pressures and I got indoctrinated into kind of the world of business coaching. So really my specialty and what I focus on, I typically work with entrepreneurs who are um, six figures and beyond. And 
we scale, but we scale in a way that's grounded, that's sustainable, that's expansive. Um, we don't prioritize hustle. I help, I help my clients build businesses they love being in and they feel fully supported by. And that is easier said than done. And I, a lot of people learn how to make money, but they also learn this idea that they have to sacrifice in the process or they're, they're conditioned or taught that. And so I spend a lot of time dissolving and coming back to the heart with my clients. Mm, very powerful. And yeah, that's one thing that I personally have worked through a lot with limiting beliefs and I've seen in all different areas of life is this idea of this or that. Mm -hmm. I get to have money or the business. I get to have love or I don't. And it's really this idea of changing the language to, I get to have this and that. So I get to have mm -hmm. the income that lights me up and a business that I'm wildly in love with. And it's really, I think, important for so many people to kind of come into that mindset mm -hmm. and know that they don't have to choose and they get to make their own rules. So yeah. when you are working with your clients, like what are some of the major mindset blocks that come up so that you get to help shift them? Mm -hmm. um, it, one of them is, is in that, like, I have to choose, right? I can have money, but I have to, I have to struggle and suffer and sacrifice or, um, you know, compromise. Um, because one, one of the things about this understanding in, I get to have, I, I love what you said, like this and right. I'm, I'm happily married. I found, you know, incredible partnership even before my business. And it was like translating that one thing that I was willing to give myself permission for into another area of my life and, and not compromising. And, you know, it's like now we're, um, we're buying a second property, right? And we're going to use this one as an investment property. And it's like this, this allowing and permission, but often what, what people don't realize is happening in, in these stories is that when we give ourselves permission to have, to ha live this yes and life, it calls us into, it calls us forward and it calls us into deeper levels of integrity and it asks us to show up more. Right. So it's like, I get to have this and there's this idea that, um, either it has to be hard or it gets to be easy. And if it's not easy, then it's not working. And that is not true. Um, often, you know, my, my partnership is the most rewarding thing in my life. And it's the one that mirrors to me back when I am not showing up as my full self the most, right? Like a spotlight, mm. like it is the most apparent. And I, I don't get to hide in that. I don't get to hide in my relationship. Am I supported by it? Yes. But also it calls me forward and calls me deeper. And it's the same that's true of my business. When I am not in alignment with what I believe and what I'm here to do in my business, it will be mirrored back to me. Stuff will start not working. Somebody who was everything that, that should have lined up and should have worked and made perfect sense on paper will all of a sudden stop and require me to come back. So often, often what I see most is not a specific block, but more of a, a pattern and a cycle of expanding and returning, right? Rooting and rising. 
um, of, of deepening and, and allowing and trusting and surrendering. And it's a dance. That's what I see happen most. It's not like typically, you know, people get blocked or attached to a number or make up stories about time, but really like it's, it's more about the places where we're willing to give away our power and play into our story that stop us from allowing ourselves to grow. And, and the solution to that is how do we come home? And sometimes we need to get that message. Like it has to smack us in the face and it's painful. And sometimes it's just a shift in a moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I personally have even gone through that. I can even feel like that's a little bit of what I'm experiencing right now where we always grow, we always expand and it can feel like you're taking the steps and things mm-hmm. aren't aligning. And it's really like coming back deeper and deeper into the South. And I know before we were chatting about really stepping into your own personal power yeah, and really how important that is for anyone running a business, especially, but anyone in general, that mm-hmm. knowing that you have the answers, knowing that you are so capable that everything is inside of you And it's just a matter of learning things and applying them. And of course, there's going to be trial and error. But I know that we have both had experiences where we maybe made decisions to and we felt disempowered, you know, whether that be through mentorship or thinking that, oh, somebody else knows better than me. And in that moment, you know, we release our power and then, you know, there's that very powerful karmic lesson that we get to learn. Um, I love for you to share a bit of your experience with that. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, it's actually, it's one of the reasons, like I'm a business coach and I do not work in the way that um, was necessarily modeled to me by the industry. And I do not work in the way that a lot of coaches work in that I don't do um, autocratic type of leadership. There's no hierarchy with between me and my clients. There's no, um, I speak, you listen. Uh, I say you do. Um, I know you don't kind of a thing with my clients, right? I see myself more as a strategic partner, a thought partner. And I really partner with my clients because often in, in that very, and you can call it masculine if you want, um, or, you know, wounded masculine, but that style of leadership is inherently disempowering. And we see a lot of it in within the industry itself. And, and there's a lot of beauty in the industry. And I want to acknowledge that too, because mm-hmm. I'm here because I love and I believe in and I have the most amazing, incredible clients and I get to connect with people who do beautiful work. And there's a lot of leadership that is inherently disempowering because it doesn't entrust the power into the individual you're supporting. This is why I partner with my clients because I never assume that, and I know a lot and it's my job to know a lot and it's my job to be able to see from a zoomed out place, right? And to see beyond and to hold the vision and to hold someone in expansion. And it's, it's not my job to assume or to teach anyone else or reinforce the understanding that I know more about what they need and what they have to offer than they do themselves, right? The true power lies within the individual. And when we support each other like that, 
it's it's incredibly expansive. And I know we were talking earlier, you know, I've had I've invested well over a hundred thousand dollars into coaching myself. I don't know, maybe two at this point. I've I've lost mm-hmm. count, right? We have QuickBooks, my team keeps track of that. Um, I don't I don't do our taxes. And um I've had experiences that were initially, and I have a lot of clients who come to me with experiences of where like I went all in, I invested a lot of people say bro marketing, but I, it's not just, it's not like male dominated. There are, there are women and non-binary people. I imagine also repeating these same patterns and formulas and marketing in these same ways and, um, holding their containers, you know, in the same formats and into the same standard or lack thereof, um, that, but I have a lot of people who come to me with incredibly damaging experiences where they're like, I went all in for myself because I thought I had to, I lost everything. There was no support. There was no accountability on the other side. Um, mm-hmm. and I've, I've had that, you know, myself where I was like, everything that I was sold is actually not true. Mm-hmm. And, and had to one heal that in, in myself. And so that I could trust the work that I do so that I could trust the industry so that I could trust myself to invest. And because, you know, making myself wrong for having made an investment that didn't work doesn't hurt the person who I paid. It hurts me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even in situations where I'm like, that's not what I thought I signed up for. And here's what I got from it. And sometimes that's a lesson that I didn't want to have to pay $15,000 to learn that actually like I had everything I needed or to learn that, you know, but I can reframe that in like, that was a commitment to myself at this level. That was a commitment to showing yeah. up for me. That was a commitment to trusting and believing in me no matter what. And if it's $15,000 to stand with me, I still stand with me. Right. And there's, I also think there's a lot of opportunity for reclaiming our power in the way that we invest. Yeah, I think that's a really important way to look at it. And even personally for myself, where I had this same idea where it's like, okay, let's go all in. And then you do, and then definitely did not get the results that I had intended for. And one thing that I've really realized, especially, you know, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, is you are walking a path less traveled. And so it's really important to have that compassion where you're trying a lot of different things. And just the reality is some of them won't work out. Like when I talk to a lot of different friends who own actual businesses that maybe aren't coaching businesses, but tech businesses and all the things they said, you know, for the couple of things that worked, hundreds did not. And so even sometimes when we make these investments and, you know, we make this commitment to ourselves, and we have that self-belief of, okay, like I'm going to play at this level, it's still all a learning experience where we get to still grow and have a lot of compassion and I think in a society where we have a lot of judgment, a lot of criticism, and maybe the default thing to do is, oh my God, I shouldn't have done that, guilt and shame and blame, Mm -hmm. um, is to really reclaim the power and say, okay, well, this is what this provided me. I get to be this person. I know I'm capable of this now. 
And so it's still a winning situation. And I I think that's a really beautiful way of how you put it. Yeah. And it takes um, a massive level of personal accountability and emotional intelligence and courage to not slip into victimhood and give away our power when we perceive that we made a mistake or when we fail. This is also something that... um, like this is a yes and, right? There's this personal responsibility. Coaches don't guarantee results. And there is um, a, a deeper conversation of ethics in our responsibility as leaders and in, yeah. in our transparency and who we allow into our spaces and how we can support them. I know it's one of the reasons that I felt like it took me so much longer to grow. I'm like, you know, why didn't I scale to six figures in six months? Why did it take me a year and a half or almost two to hit multiple six figures because I was like, I want to do it in a way that I can fully get behind in a way that feels right. I have a very high level of, um, I have a very high level of client retention and renewal. I also have a very consistent, you know, almost unheard of track record. And I know because guess what? I have tons of friends who are entrepreneurs and coaches. I see inside of these businesses and it took me a long time to take ownership of that, but it, it it's also because there's a level of responsibility and ethical conduct in the way in which I bring people into my container and who I'm willing to allow. I'm not, it, yeah. it's not just for anyone, right? The people I'm bringing in, I'm very clear that I'm not the one who gets you there, right? And there's, there's also this, we see commonly coaches taking credit for the client transformation. And, and coaches allowing their clients to give away their power in the transformation that they created when, within themselves and they were supported in creating. I know you spoke to that. Yeah. And I, I love what you said earlier, specifically about seeing your clients as a partner, because that's really how I feel with my clients. Like it's a very intimate container. I know more about my clients' personal lives than probably anyone because Mm -hmm. they, you know, maybe they come to me about business or now I'm really mostly focused on love, intimacy and relationships, but you know, they might share things about their husband or something at work or this and that, and you know, all facets of their lives, right? Because everything is so connected. And the one thing that's the most important for me is, you know, feeling like that person is a best friend where it's like, wow, what an honor it is to hold space for you, to walk beside you, to see the potential and to feel it and to know that it's in you and to remove all of that sticky energy that's in the way so that you can rise. And that's one thing I regularly tell my clients who are so beautiful and give me a lot of gratitude for the changes they experience in their life is I always remind them that it is because of you that your life is like this. You showed up, you did the work. Yes, I'm here to hold the sacred space for you. Um, But that's so important to me, just being in different places in my life where, you know, even in the corporate world where literally I would, I remember I would like do these reports and different things and my boss would literally take the credit for it. And it was just so like such a gross energy, right? And so it can be applied to any area, specifically coaching. So I think that that 
is a really important point. And for those of you listening, when you are thinking about maybe I want mentorship and I want to go to the next level, like really get a feel for the energy of the person because um, they can have all of the quote unquote external results, but like numbers are just numbers. And it's kind of funny too, to be like, oh, I didn't get to six figures in a year, a year and a half. I mean, that's more than a lot of people will make in their whole, like, that's such a big goal for so many people. Um, And the coaching industry gets a little wild with the numbers that Mm -hmm. we, we do see, but it can be sometimes that razzle dazzle or that bamboozle. And you're not actually making a decision that's in alignment. It's like your mind just hijacking you and like seeing the sparkly thing. Yeah. And it it can be very, you know, the mindset can go all kinds of different directions in like, oh, am I making an empowered decision? Because there's the fear in trusting yourself. And it's always, I still have it, right? I still have it with investments where I'm like, do I get to trust myself? Am I making this decision based on where I'm stuck versus where I'm going? Am I assuming that this person is going to get me somewhere? You know, when um, am I, you know, I, I take my time and I do it differently than I did before. And I think there's something you touched on, you know, in the way that you hold your clients, um, which which I think is really important the work we do, you know, as, as coaches in, in our one-on-one containers is emotional labor, right? Mm-hmm. The power of our presence, the value is not in extraneous resources or how long the calls are. And sometimes that can get really misconstrued because when you really show up for someone and you give them your presence and you are there with them and they have your attention and you are holding space for them, that is the most transformational thing there is. And it sounds super simple and it's actually incredibly complex and it's not a lot of people are willing to do it because it's not the most scalable thing. And because it's real work, it is, it is, it asks a lot of you to show up with all of you for someone else in service of them and in service of their consciousness. And it's an immense amount of power and it's immense amount of responsibility. And a lot of people want to bow out on the delivery of that. And, and so like, take, like when you're calling somebody in, call somebody in who the way they show up feels grounded for you. And, but also when you make the decision, I recommend that you make the decision for you. You're choosing to receive support like this. You're making a decision to show up for you like this. You're not giving away or, needing to get something from them. And that doesn't mean there's not an exchange, but Mm -hmm. it's it's an intricate process and it's really beautiful when it works. Absolutely. And I think this self-trust piece is so critical because we are not taught to trust ourselves. We're taught to do the opposite. You know, the marketing and advertising industry for a very long time has known all about psychology and all the tactics to trick people and bamboozle them into buying something that they don't need and then feeling guilt and shame about it afterwards or, 
even how we grow up with our school systems and just even how parenting would be, there's a lot of like conditional behavior. Like yeah. you, you have to do this in order to get this. And so often what that leads to is us stop listening to our inner voice of us yeah. start, stop listening to that, that pull, that excitement of like, oh, this course sounds amazing or Ooh, I love the way she says that. I want to, I want to be around. I want to hear more. And, you know, I make this joke all the time that people are more willing to buy a Gucci bag than to do personal development because everyone else can see the Gucci bag, but not everyone can know that you have changed and transformed internally. But I mean, it's like one step at a time of if you're having those feelings of what would it be like if I thought this way or I showed up this way, like going on that journey is the most rewarding process. I am so grateful for all the teachers I've had over the years. Like similarly mm -hmm. to you, you know, I taught yoga and Pilates for years in 2013, really like open my spiritual awakening where mm -hmm. I found a whole new way of life, a whole new community. And it felt so beautiful and peaceful. And that really led me down into deeper and deeper spiritual work of like really knowing myself and just having teachers and mentors to encourage me. And just, I saw the way that they did things and, you know, I've always been pretty woo. So I mm -hmm. loved like, how do they know how to do things psychically and intuitively? And why do I feel so good and safe when I'm with them? Mm -hmm. And then learning all these tools and techniques so that now I'm in a space with my community or with people that they can feel really, really beautiful and comfortable. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm nowhere near being done. It's like once you kind of open the Alice in Wonderland portal and you walk through, you want to keep going because there's so much magic. And wow. even the the hard moments that we all have in, in life, I mean, like uh, everything that's going on in the world with still – more lockdowns, more regulations. It's going to be a year. Um, people feeling all kinds of ways of, of when is this going to end? You know, mm -hmm. it's it creates a lot of emotional turmoil. So really like learning the tools and taking the time to make these shifts will serve you for the rest of your life. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. The most rewarding thing I've ever done, I mean, is show up for me and is bet on me and is continue to trust me and is to dissolve the structures of right and wrong, Yeah, uh, to surrender and to trust and to keep coming back and showing up. I mean, my, I will say this, this is in my partnership. My business is very modeled after the way I show up in my partnership and it's, at times it's the most challenging because so the number one value, my, my first and my core value in my business is give a shit. It used to be, I used to call it integrity, but I'm like, let's just call it what it is. It's give a shit. It's care. And the challenge in that is that there are times when it's not convenient, right? There are times when the assignment is not convenient. The, the assignment to show up for yourself, the assignment to show up for others, the, the assignment to give a shit and to do the right thing is 
it would be so much easier to go lay on the beach and eat a piece of cake. And I'm like, but this is the right thing. And I feel like calling me and I have to do that. And, and after that I can go lay on the beach and eat cake. Right. And, and yeah. this is what I need right now, or, or this is what is being called forward. And it's not always easy, but it's, it's mm-hmm. beyond rewarding and it unlocks the magic. Right. And like, this is, this is the thing that's being asked of me now. And it constantly, my business is constantly showing me how much more capable I am than I ever thought I was, how much more is available to me than I ever imagined, how much easier it gets to come. And it's also mirroring to me like, Hey, also you have courage like this and you can show up like this. And you said, give a shit. Well, we're going to ask you to do this thing that, that doesn't feel the most fun and glamorous. And that's part of it too, right? The, the real spiritual work, right? I mean, you know, I know you've shared with me about like some of your journeys. It's like when you're using plant medicine, there's the part where you're sweaty and, and you're puking and the makeup is off and you've cried and, and, and then and it's, it's ugly and it's messy and it's confusing. And sometimes we get, and I've restructured people's, you know, entire agencies before agency model, um, where we had to do huge overhaul of the team of the financial structure of the business model. And, and when you're in the middle of it, it it looks like a shit show, right? It's like, man. And then when you're on the other side of it, it's like, holy crap, that was so worth it. And that's how I feel about my business. And that's what I see with my clients all the time is like, there's, there's never a place where we arrive and it's so worth it. Right. We all, we always want that like easy button, easy, like, what is the next thing? What do I just need to do? So I just don't have to show up. And the real, the real magic is in like, no, how can I fall in love with showing up when it's beautiful, when it's easy, when it's hard. So I get to express and experience the full range of my magic. Yeah, I think that's so in, such an important thing to do or to bring light to because when there's times when it's so easy to show up, it's like, ooh, I'm killing it. Life is so good. Yes, yes, yes. I am amazing. Let me just talk about this launch and this and this. But even me personally and the listeners will know because I've been very candid about what's going on in my life right now, but I am going through a very challenging time with you know, having pivoted my business last year due to COVID where Mm -hmm. everything I did was like in person and I didn't really use social media. Everything was based on, you know, my interpersonal relationships. Well, and then I moved on to social Then they deactivated my account last week with Mm -hmm. no warning in the middle of a launch. And then even recently I just had some more things pile up on that with regards to just impersonation when it came to Instagram and people stealing my content and just feeling so violated and raw and just Mm -hmm. like, wow, nothing is working. Like I'm following the spiritual path that was so clear and just feeling so contracted. And, you know, earlier talking to a mentor about just wanting to take a few days off and just be, you know, kind of like, over it, literally go to the beach, went to the beach the past couple of days. And it was just this really deep conversation of like, well, yeah, you could do that. Or this is an even powerful time for you to rise, for you to 
show up, to share, mm-hmm. to add value because it's even more from your heart than usual. And I feel like that would make you feel better. And I was like, you're right. Because, you know, we mentioned earlier in the conversation, it's so easy to go into this victim energy of like, oh, it didn't work because of this person, or I didn't have that, or she came from this background, right? And one of the most tricky things that the advertising industry has done as well is like letting the masses think they have no power Mm -hmm. and that when you have given your power to somebody else, like when you're in victimhood, you can only like stay there, right? It's a very like low frequency. So when you have the opportunity to rise and be like, shit, things are not easy. Things are looking bleak, but I believe in myself and I have these tools and this inner strength. And that's the really magical thing about the universe, about manifestation is that And, you know, you alluded to this earlier is like, you're just one shift away from a completely new reality. Like if you can think about one thing in your life differently, if you can reframe something that happened to something that empowers you, you are going to have a way different life path and trajectory. Or then when you have these tools so that when you do have moments where you're like, shit, this is not fun you're not sitting there for months or years or whatever. It's like you feel the energy and then you choose again, you choose to move into something new. And so like those times, it's so beautiful to be able to have a mentor, to have someone you love and trust Mm -hmm. and who loves and trusts you back so that you're not stuck with your emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Your support network. And also I I just want to acknowledge that like, the current circumstances that we are in are trying for everyone, even if you feel like your life hasn't been that drastically impacted. Because mm-hmm. there is there's a universal energy and feeling of yeah. pressure. Even if you're not watching the news every day, like things that are happening are affecting you on on a level, yeah. whether or not you're you're present to it. And so in line with that, like one, it's circumstances right now are not normal. Um, and they haven't been for a while and they normalcy is, is I think there's a giant recalibration that's happening. So I don't think, you know, I think there's a new normal coming for a lot of us. Um, you know, for a lot of us, 2020 was a a massive reckoning. Um, and, and we had to stop and slow down and look at all of the things and and get present enough to see all of the things we did and and didn't want to look at. Um, Mm -hmm. And, and what we did believe in. And, you know, I know the same thing happened for me in 2020 in my business. I mean, my business, we almost quadrupled our revenue in 2020, which is fantastic. And it was also the most challenging year for me personally, because I, I lost my youngest sister to um, an opioid addiction. I, you know, it was all of these things of like, oh, I only have the capacity to show up for myself, my family, and my clients. And my business still needs to grow. And it still gets to grow. And it did. And the the level of, I'm like, you know, I had to shift the, my conversations and my permissions. I 
spent almost an entire year dissolving all of these things I learned in these methods of the ways that I thought that things had to be done because that's what was modeled that I didn't believe in and stand behind in my own business and in my clients. And that felt murky, like what the heck am I doing? Do I even want to be here? But it was in service of something greater and it was in service of something deeper and something truer and something more beautiful. And I can say for a fact for myself, in times like that, and I see this with clients, our natural instinct is to retreat. When stuff is not working is to just shut everything down and shut everything out and numb out and wallow. And a little bit of that is okay, right? Get the chocolate, (laughs) eat the cake, go to the beach, take your moment, feel your feelings, and then come back, right? Like it's okay to quit for an evening or for a weekend, And I encourage you to do that like frequently, consistently. Um, I do that multiple times a week where I'm like, I gave it all today and now I'm done. Yeah. (laughs) I'm done and everything else can wait and it needs to stop. Um, And that is also the times when we feel the most inclined to retreat are the times when we really need to lean in. You know, and I had some phenomenal support. And it doesn't mean when you're struggling the most and and you're in the most victimhood, hire a coach. I'm not saying that. I'm saying lean into the support network you have. Lean into the tools and practices you have. Put intentional things in place that can hold you because often we feel really good about showing up for our work. We feel really good about showing up for ourselves when things are working. We feel worthy of receiving support when things are working. And when things are not, that's when it's the hardest to show up and allow ourselves to receive sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday I was having a conversation with a friend, literally thinking about the giving and the receiving pattern as the figure eight, the infinite infinity symbol, right? Mm -hmm. We're always giving, we're always receiving. And so many of us are conditioned not to ask, right? Because Mm -hmm. it was like, you have to have permission to do this. And there's like a tightness and a lot of trauma in people's bodies where they don't feel safe to receive, whether that be compliments, whether that be clients, whether that be like their partner. And so learning how to open yourself up, I mean, this whole experience, at least for me right now in my business, has taught me to be open to more receiving than I ever have, like asking my community for support, reaching out to my friends, like reaching out to people who are acquaintances being like, hey, I could really use your help and having like no shame or fear about what somebody else will think or the judgment. And so I'm actually so grateful for that lesson. But part of, you know, having mentors helped me be able to do the asks that I do now where mm-hmm. it was like, okay, it's safe for yeah. me to ask these things. Cause on average, you know, a child hears no 165,000 times when they are growing up. So that's a really deep imprinted neural pathway where it's like, oh, it's not safe for me to ask for what I actually want. I'm not going to get it. And then I'm going to get shamed for it. Right. From mm-hmm. our parents who didn't know at the time about how important communication is. So I think for anyone who is going through something challenging in their life, you know, whether that be finances, whether that be with substances, whether that be with weight, whether that be 
with relationships to know that like you aren't alone, like personally as an intuitive, as an empath, I feel into the collective consciousness. And part of the reason I moved from a major city was because I and my body could feel collectively people's pain and suffering in my root chakra. Like I could not get out of bed a couple times every few weeks because it was so intense. And Mm -hmm. so part of the reason why I relocated to Tulum, um, where we have a lot more freedom, but I still feel the energy. I still feel the pain. I still feel the suffering. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's like, it's really interesting, the contrast here too, right? Yes, I live in this very beautiful apartment, but like I go to blocks and people live in like a shack where there's no mm-hmm. toilet, there's no running water. And I can go to the beach where, you know, it's like, oh, it's going to be, it's high season. It's like minimum $400 US a night, mm-hmm. up to two grand a night, depending on where you stay. And they're paying people in pesos, but maybe, maybe, maybe anywhere from $6 to $25 a day. You know what I mean? So there is like such a disparity in the energy. And when you're feeling something too, know that sometimes like it's maybe not yours. I'm going to share with you guys a tool that I use to help me move energy when I've, I've been feeling a lot of emotions, as I'm sure some of you have too. And I just, I ask myself, is this energy mine? And it will always tell me, like some of it was like my family, some was the collective. It will say yes, no. If it's no, I literally say anything that is not my energy, I clear, delete, and uncreate it all now. And I physically imagine myself bringing a ball of light into that stagnant energy and then taking my hand and moving it out of my body. So I just want to share that tool um, because it's deeply supported me. And even right now, as I just go through a challenge, which I know that's all it is, it's just, you know, there's always a solution. Um, This has been really, really supporting me on my journey. Yeah, that's really powerful. Um, and I think one of the things, you know, like asking for help is so vulnerable, right? It requires a level of courage and uncomfortability that most of us, a lot of us aren't willing to go there, right? A lot of us aren't willing to ask for help until we hit rock bottom. If we were more comfortable asking for help, if we were not, you know, made wrong for, for, struggling or not knowing in the first place, we might not feel so, we might not wait until we were in dire straits to ask for help or to lean into our practices, right? So so there is this deeper permission that you're talking about in noticing where there is contrast and then not making it wrong and not like compounding it and being like, what do I need in this moment? What is mine? What is someone else's? And what, how do I need to be supported or what do I need to clear to feel safe to reconnect? And how long do I want to let this cycle build up until I'm willing to acknowledge and be present with it and give it the support that it's calling from me, right? You can feel in your body when you're like, I'm, I'm feeling the, this level of contrast and I'm, I'm feeling something that I, I don't think is mine. I'm feeling a deep grief or a sadness, 
right? And all of a sudden you have, you know, you have a choice. When you have an awareness, you have choice. And that's how we stay connected to our power. Yeah. Like I, and then and I also have the choice to acknowledge that and do something with it mm-hmm. and support what, what signaling I'm getting, or I have the choice to ignore it and let it compound and deal with it later. Yeah. And I think you said something really powerful earlier, really about how you spent a lot of last year dismantling the stories that run in your head. And that's the mm-hmm. one thing too, is a lot of us have disempowering stories where we weren't maybe told that we're amazing, we're incredible, and we're so capable, and that there's nothing that we can't do, that there are endless possibilities, right? Like that positive self-talk is a learned skill. And one of the biggest things I've learned in 2020 was how to be nicer to myself, how to change my inner communication so that, you know, like even when I go through a challenging time, the mantra that I always have is like, you can handle this. You've got this. Like there's nothing you can't do. There is a solution to every problem. Only good lies ahead. And reminding myself because Sometimes, and this is why it's really beautiful to have a mentor who can catch you in your limiting stories, where to you, it's just become your normal. You don't even think about it, like how you discuss things in your mind or to yourself or about you, right? So I think that if anyone is listening who is feeling some type of challenge in their life, to really look at what is your inner dialogue? Like, can you take time today to write out a script about how you're thriving, how you overcame this, how you have the strength to do anything, how you have an incredible support system and you keep affirming that and it will make such a difference because even for me, like the the support that I'm receiving right now and like the, Mm -hmm. the things that are coming out of the woodworks for me, is because I'm choosing to hold space for that. And I'm choosing to be available to that type of energetic exchange versus, you know, had something like this happened to me years ago, I would have been a much more disempowered energy and I would want to stay as the victim and in that cycle for a while, who knows, maybe, maybe forever. (laughs) Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of, um, probably a lot of the people listening, a lot of the people that I work with, um, especially those of us who are in some type of nurturing role in our lives, whether that's in our personal lives and our professional lives, we have immense capacity for compassion, for generosity, um, and for true empathy for others. And we often don't know how to grant ourselves that same level of presence and attention. Um, So I I love, love, love what you shared. And one of the things that I often, I often see or, you know, call forward and, and ask people to do in that process is like, if you don't know how, you know, I see all of a sudden it's like, I can show up with a whole army of love behind me for my friend, for my sister, for my client, for my partner. Um, And nothing is too much of an ask, but showing up for me, that's when I just kind of like bow out. And it's like, 
can you show up for yourself in the same way that you would show up for other? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's so, so important. And then really not judging yourself for it, really not judging yourself for any decisions, whether it be good, whether it be bad, just like honoring the path, honoring the magic and the mystery and the unknown and just allowing yourself to to flow with life, mm-hmm. no matter, you know, that saying roll with the punches. I think that's what really this past year has taught a lot of us is that we can have all the plans and all the intentions, but there always is this universal intelligence that is guiding us. And so if we just choose to opt into the flow, um, there's always, always magic in every moment. Yeah, so much, so much magic available when we're willing to listen, when we're willing to trust, when we aren't telling a million stories about what it has to be or what it should be or what it isn't, and and we're just showing up to acknowledge what it is, uh, in and in service of what is becoming. Mm-hmm. There's so much beauty available. Like, like it's 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 beauty and right, like immense beauty also calls you forward, right? And it, that we get to experience parts of ourselves that are truer and stronger and more profound than we ever knew when we're willing to show up and, and allow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, where can people find you? Um, I'm on Instagram at I am Hannah Koenig. Um, that's, I'm sure you'll link that below. H-A-N-H-K-O-E-N-I-G. Um, and I'm on Facebook. I mean, I'm on, I'm on Facebook sometimes. I mostly hang out on Instagram. Um, come find me, send me a DM, share your top takeaway. I'm in stories all of the time. Um, yeah, I would, I would love to hear what you took from this and, and how it impacted you. Mm, yes, go follow Hannah. She writes the most incredible things and is just such a light. Thank you so much for being here today. I deeply appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to leave a five-star review on iTunes. Come soak up extra inspiration on Instagram by following at Michelle Pound or visiting my website at michellepound.com. Remember, you're just one thought away and I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode.